Hey everybody and welcome back to the Morning Moxie Show. I'm Alicia Sharp, your host. Today on the show we have the third part of Beth Moore's message about loving others unconditionally, loving people when it's tough to love people. It is so important for us to really know, first of all, that we are loved. A lot of times we come from a place of being needy and that really does have a bad effect on relationships because we try to get love from other people. We need to come into relationships knowing that we are fully loved by God so that we can indeed love the person that God has put in front of us. Here's Beth. I want to ask you a question today. Above all else, are you most convinced of anything else in your belief system? Do you know that you know and do you rely on the fact that God loves you? That it's perfect love, it's unfailing love. The writer of Proverbs says in in Proverbs 19, I believe it's verse 22, he said, what a man desires is unfailing love. It's what everybody's looking for when it gets right down to it. A love that will never fail us. A love that is perfect in nature. A love that is unconditional. And I want to tell you something. Nobody has that but God. One of the most effective things we could do for you and I to become healthy people in Christ is to let people off the hook for failing to be God. And they'll fail us over and over and over again. But they won't fail us near as often as we'll, if we'll just let them be man. Just let them be women. Frail flesh and blood, only God can love like God. God is love. God is love. Now, you and I have heard that a thousand times. If you've been raised in church, you certainly have. It's one of the first verses that any child would learn. But it hasn't been until here recently that I began to grasp some of what that means. What does it mean that God is love? Not just that He loves, but that He is love. You see, love is not something that God just feels or God does. It's something that He is. It is His essence. Let me use this for an example. My husband and I, Keith and I, Keith is a man. I am a woman. We may have an argument. We may disagree over something. We may not see eye to eye in certain situations. But it does not change the fact that He is a man and I am a woman. It's what we are, not what we feel. No matter what happens, no matter what challenge comes our way, I could be diagnosed with a chronic kind of cancer, find myself having all sorts of physically altering surgeries, but it does not alter the fact that I am a woman. No amount of physical surgery could change the fact that God made me a woman. It's in my DNA. Keith is a man. It's in his DNA. Nothing can change that. No matter what we go through together, nothing will change that. All right, there is nothing you can do to make God not be love. Because it's not just something he feels. It's not just something he does. It's just getting close to us. Are we being able to gather this in? Because it's huge. If we got that through our heads and understood that we are completely secure in God's unfailing love for us, and you've not done the thing, that whether you have a quiet time this morning or not, has a lot to do with your personal victory today, but it has absolutely nothing to do with whether or not God loves you. Nothing. Nothing you can do to affect it. Because it's part of who He is. If you'll think of it this way, in these kind of terms, love is in God's DNA. He cannot help Himself. 
because it's part of being God. To have God not love us one particular day in our minds is to say, God is not God today. Because love is what God is. I don't know if that means anything to you, but that gets to me. We got to know and rely on the love that God has for us. Now, I want you to look down to verse 19 for a moment. I want you to see it in context. I'm still in 1 John 4, verse 19. We love because he, talking about God, first loved us. This is another verse that I've memorized for years. And I've always thought it meant that we love God because he first loves us, because there are other verses that imply that same kind of thing. Check your context, because here it's saying that we are to love others because God first loved us. Now, I want you to go with me there for a second. If you've got something you can write down, if you can stop for just a moment, grab a pen and a piece of paper, I want you to write this down just exactly like this. I love, and then write a blank, a blank that you've not filled in. I love blank because God first loved me. I love blank, present tense, I love blank because God first loved me. That's what that verse is saying in its context. It's about loving other people, not just loving God. It's saying we are freed up to love others because God loves us, not that they love us. See, so often uh, our love, whether we realize it or not, will be self-centered and self-seeking in that we want to love who will love us back. I mean, that's just a natural man. There's nothing more natural than that, but we are not mere men. I love what the Apostle Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 3 when he said, Why are there jealousies and quarrelings among you? Why, why milk and not meat? You're acting like mere men. You and I cannot use the excuse that the natural man can use because we are filled with the Holy Spirit of the living God. We are not mere men and women. We are filled with the very Spirit of Christ. And what the Word is saying is this. I can be so certain of God's love that I am freed up to love who does not love me back because I've already been loved back by God. You understand what I'm saying? If I begin to get my cup filled every single morning of my life, if I seek to have that cup that I am so desperate, I'm a needy person, so are you. We're built that way. We're wired that way. Every single one of us have an innate need to be loved. It is real. And it, it is a, a part of being a whole person. We got to know somebody fiercely and radically and totally loves us. But if we want that to be unchanging... We want to be able to rely on it, know it to the death. We better know it of God. You got to know you are significant before you ever walk out the door. You got to know that there's nothing when you go to minister to that person and they stick you with their quills. You got to know that you did not come to them for, their, for your significance. You did not come to them so that you could be loved. You came to them to love because you've already been loved. That's why it's critical when we wake up in the morning and one of the things we settle, it is never selfish for you to wake up in the morning and in your quiet time with God for you to say to him, just for a second here, Lord, I just need to hear. Just tell me. Tell me that you're crazy about me. Tell me that you love me. Tell me that I'm significant to you. We love because he first loves us. We can love people that will give us back nothing because God gives us everything. We got to know it. We got to rely on it. These are not easy things to live out, but they are our spiritual reality. Not just our theology. This is our reality. Number two, I want you to glance at Romans 5, 5 with me. 
I, w I wish we could go through the whole thing, but verse 5, and hope does not disappoint us, because God has poured out His love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit whom He has given us. Now look at that again. God has poured out His love, His perfect love into my imperfect heart by the Holy Spirit whom He has given us. Now listen to that carefully, because this changes everything to me. Because the reason why I am so unable to love others that are so irritating to me, so frustrating to me, and so unloving to me, the reason I would be able to do that is because I have the love of God poured into my heart. The reason why I fail at it so miserably is because I will try to love them with my human means. Anybody know what I'm talking about? If I'm trying to love them with the natural love of my own human heart, let me tell you, it's going to last this long. This long. That was Beth Moore, and you can find it on YouTube if you search under Loving Difficult People 4 of 6. You can also find out more information about Beth at her website, lproof.org. Hope you have a fabulous day today and that you know how much God loves you and that you can live a reclaimed life. God bless.